Welcome to the Manifest Vibes podcast, co-creator. Yes, that's you. You co-create as an expression of your energy. You are a radiant expression of life itself. You are here to show the world what's possible in your own unique way. My name is Emma Bennett. I am the host of this podcast, here to support you in co-creating the next evolution of yourself. That's what this podcast and all my offerings to you are for. I am the author of the books, Written into Reality, The Art of Co-Creating Your Dreams to Life, and Wayfinder, The Path from Pain to Purpose. I also have this podcast, of course, courses, coaching services, and so much more for you. To find out more, go to manifestvibes.com, and while you're there, sign up for my email newsletters. I have an amazing workbook, a companion workbook to my book, Written to Reality, that has a special prompt, The Soul Digger Exercise that will help you to really reach in and reconnect to the source of your truest dreams and desires so that you can set your intentions and co-create the life of your dreams around them. You can access the download link to this workbook in the welcome email you get when you sign up. I am so happy you're here. Thank you so much for joining in today. Let's begin. Let's co-create a powerful day. Hello, it's been a little while on today's podcast episode, which I will also be uploading as a video to my YouTube channel. You can find this channel on youtube.com slash Amalani. I wanted to talk to you about the mother of all money and manifestation blocks. Dun, dun, dun. From all the data, all the experiences that I've ever had, I have found that there is one ginormous honking problem that causes stress, resistance, and blocks to the co-creative flow that makes manifestation happen. This also causes people to become disconnected from their intuition, their higher knowing, their higher guidance. When anyone has a hard time connecting with their higher selves for greater insights as to what it is within their power to do so that they can thrive. The number one mother of all money and manifestation blocks is inconsistent support. Everyone that I have ever talked to, any interview that I've ever listened in on, There are just so many ways that this happens for people and it often happens early on in life or it happens even sometimes later on in life. For example, someone whose mother passed away when they were in their adult years. So this isn't always a childhood issue. This can be something that just throws a wrench into what you know your life 
to be. This causes an existential rift, a tear in the fabric of your known reality. And this causes a disconnection, a severance, a deep, painful feeling of grief, longing and yearning for what was, wild uncertainty as to who you are now and who you are going to be, how your life is going to be. And this causes a feeling of being unsupported or the floor underneath you falling right through, the rug being pulled right out from underneath you. This triggers feelings of abandonment because abandonment isn't just about being left by somebody. Abandonment is also the loss of a job, the loss of a loved one, moving, relocating, giving up something, some way that your life was. This can definitely be an issue that comes up in childhood. I relocated a lot, so there's one aspect of the source of inconsistent support in my life. I had an inconsistent experience of living somewhere and having friends. I was constantly uprooted over and over and over and over again. In addition to that, I pretty much had to get on Operation Get Your Shit Together and support myself and figure things out on my own from childhood, from very, very early on. I didn't have a stable home life. My parents were both mentally unwell. One was an alcoholic, had severe substance abuse issues, and the other one had severe PTSD and other mental health issues. I mean, she would pace around barking like a dog and sometimes her clothes wouldn't even be fully on. So as a child having to figure out, okay, how do I feed myself? How do I take care of myself? How do I handle business? Really was a huge source of inconsistent support. Almost non-existent support, barely existent support. And to make it even worse, because I had the parents with substance abuse issues, it was like a total Jekyll and Hyde phenomenon. It was like an experience of being yelled at and beaten and abused severely, but then he would apologize and give me a gift like a bracelet or barbecue potato chips or gummy bears and apologize profusely and say that he would never do it again. So this became a very complex trauma and it also became a huge receiving wound because I would receive from someone who felt guilty about their abusive behaviors, their actions. And then the abusive behaviors and actions would continue so that was the way that I experienced inconsistent to non-existent support in my life. And everyone experiences some form of inconsistent to non-existent support in their lives in one way or another. 
and we're all wired for connection. We're all wired to need each other, to need support, to thrive. So whenever we feel unsupported, it's a very jarring experience for our brains and our nervous systems. The way that we process feelings of not being supported in our brains and nervous systems gets recorded into our fascia, gets recorded into our bodies. Our bodies store the memories and our bodies play out programs in response to those experiences of being unsupported and feeling threatened as a result because feeling unsupported is considered a threat to our survival in terms of how our brain nervous system and body interprets experiences and then this becomes psychosomatically processed and integrated causing resistance when it comes to receiving and difficulties with feeling successful it could feel like we're on a, a constant treadmill or a hamster wheel or on a roller coaster when it comes to success or when it comes to feeling stable and consistent with income relationships life in general and that all really stems from a brain nervous system and body that is unable to feel consistently supported secure stable loved so the way to begin to heal this is really to get back into our bodies again, to reach out for help should we need it, voice our needs and let people know when I tell you how I feel, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to fix, resolve or band-aid up my negative emotions. If I tell someone that I'm having a bad day, it doesn't mean that I want them to do something about it. it. Just means I need to be heard. I need to be seen. I need to be understood. And I need to be lovingly held and honored for the truth of what I feel. That is it. And a lot of people, if they have grown up around parents, adults, who are so wounded that they attempt to control the emotions of the smaller humans, you know, like uh, don't make too much noise, don't cry too much, don't laugh too much, children should not be heard or whatever that saying is, seen but not heard, I don't know what it is exactly, but this often causes avoidant attachments which is an insecure attachment style or some other form of insecure attachment and this is foreign and bizarre to the nervous system because our natural state i love that there is this book what is her name heller i'm gonna look it up really quick the Power of Attachment, How to Create Deep and Lasting Intimate Relationships by Diane Poole Heller. I love that in her book, she shares with the world that what is most natural for us is to feel secure and supported. So secure attachment is our home state, is our nervous system home state. So if we have an insecure attachment, if we have issues to do with feeling unsupported, issues that have to do with inconsistent support resulting in inconsistent income, success, and so on and so forth. 
That's not our natural state. Thank God for that. We are not just wired to be out of whack. Thank goodness for that. So the healing begins first and foremost with knowing this is not my home state. This is not my natural state of being. This is not what is meant for me. This is not my wholeness. This is not my completeness. And know that you deserve the support. You deserve the love. You deserve to be healed. Start taking steps to advocate for yourself, for the support that you are so deserving and worthy of, for the love that you are so deserving and worthy of, for the healing that you are so deserving and worthy of. You start there, you start claiming it. And you start saying no to what does not feel healthy, whole, and a match for the level of support, love, and care that you really do deserve. You start doing that, and then you start to call in even more abundance into your life. Because what abundance is, is love and support from the universe. You consciously say yes to what empowers you and no to what disempowers you. You stand your ground and you notice when you are in a position of trading or giving your power away. And recognize, is it loving towards myself? Is it congruent with the love that I know I am deserving and worthy of to accept whatever it is that you are about to say yes to or whatever it is that you're about to allow into your life or whoever? And just make that a part of your approach to life experiences in general. And then you start choosing more and more and more and more of the life experiences that are a resounding confirmation of you being deserving and worthy of love and support, i.e. abundance from the universe. And then you start making more empowered decisions. And then you start to feel more like you're in your power and less like you are on shaky ground. That is something that I have been learning on my own healing journey. And anybody who is really, 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 really called to be a healer, called to be a life coach, called to be a teacher, somebody who supports the growth and evolution of others has always been through something themselves that has woken them up, that has shaken them up, and that has really called their higher selves forward to serve and to deeply understand what it's like to be away from your home state, to be lost out there, and to get on the sometimes treacherous and scary and bewildering journey back home. If you would love to work with me, I am a life coach. 
I help with co-creation, which is trusting in your soul genius, your zone of genius, your higher self, source, the universe. I help people bring out their potential. I help people discover how good it can be to shine. When I was about nine years old, I was in a gifted and talented program and I was so supported and feeling so safe and so good. And I remember I had a 98.7 grade point average and I was called up on a stage that was oddly in a cafeteria one day and it was announced in front of everybody that I had the highest grade point average in the entire school. I won second place in a regional art contest. I was in the 10th percentile of state and regional testing scores and I was just really high-flying, like freaking amazingly, splendidly crazy good. I mean, it was just like this time in my life that really showed me what could happen if my zone of genius was unleashed, if I felt supported. And I was like, wow, this is really good. And I've had little blips in my life, throughout my life, of feeling what that's like. And that got me really, really, really curious. How do I experience this consistently? And that's really how I got into wanting to get signed up and on board as a healer, as a coach. What really solidified it for me was when I met my mentor, who's a jazz musician, who taught me to perform on the spot. And then I realized this is my zone of genius. When I am attending an event or if I'm coaching somebody or if I am running a mastermind call or something like that, I don't even really plan anything per se. It just comes out of nowhere, seemingly nowhere, like a, this higher self energy just comes straight through and speaks in front of everybody. And I don't even really know exactly what it's going to say until the event is done and people are commenting that it was amazing and they had breakthroughs, they had transformations. And it's often the case that until I watch the recording or I read through the transcripts, I don't even really have the whole picture of what I was saying to people, what I delivered. So it's not really just me. I, I think in Greek, it's called the, the odemonia. I don't really know how to pronounce it, but yeah, it's like, Maybe not that, but I know that there's like a word for your genius. Maybe it is this word, but it's like this, this way that your soul comes through and speaks. And when you learn how to do this as an artist, as a performer, as a creative, as an entrepreneur, as a content creator, Whatever it is that you're doing, when you put the voice of your soul out there in the world, it is freaking powerful. And that's really what I'm here to help with. I currently have two one-on-one -on -one coaching slots available. So email me, 
I would say email hello at manifestvibes.com and let me know if you would like one of the two spots. The coaching is for 12 weeks and again, I only have two spots available. I not only do this coaching business, I also work as a project manager for a startup. So my time is limited. Also, I have a brain injury and a neuromuscular disorder. So I'm a, an entrepreneur with multiple disabilities. So my time and my energy really need to be balanced out so that I can thrive. And so I've learned that I can only serve from overflow. I can only serve powerfully when I myself am filled up and balanced. And I would advise for you to do the same. One of my favorite intentional statements that I created was, I take deep and genuine joy and pleasure in life so that I give and serve from overflow. I hope this intentional statement helps you out. If you're interested in my mastermind program, go to manifestvibes.com. Thank you so much for listening in to this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and that you will listen again soon. Have a beautiful day wherever you are. I am so grateful for you. Bye.